Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This is uh, Scare Zone mornings here on uh, Light. Uh, <laughs> on, it's uh, on Halloween Horror Light Rock. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I don't know what it's like where you are, but here in the Chicago area, it is a perfect morning for recording a scare zone. It's dark. It's storming. I'm in my, my corner. No, it's the exact opposite here. It's beautiful. Uh, oh, gosh. It's miserable here. So it, it feels perfect for Halloween. Oh, well, no. Mine is more like, mine's kind of like a horror night's Halloween night. You know, it's a, it's a balmy, Hot. probably 80-something <laughs> balmy, degrees. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's currently here, buddy. You're missing out on 74 degrees and sunny. Oh, man, that sounds great. Now, around 3 o'clock, though, the storms are coming. This is exactly why people listen to the show, by the way. They want weather, for the weather, forecast, they want weather forecast for not or, even Orlando, just for uh, Nashville and Midwest. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. If you live in the Mid-South Midwest, uh, you're going to like this show because today we're diving in headfirst into mm-hmm. the weather uh patterns now i just got back from orlando i was there for just two nights i flew in uh last night or yesterday afternoon and um uh you know i, I didn't get to go over to universal so I, I don't have a whole lot to report when it comes to uh you know i, I haven't started to, to sneak peeks see if anything's going on but you doing yeah, all right not much to report except for the i guess you could see the up the uh hagrid's motorbike adventure uh, progress yeah. That's got to be getting close, right? That's very close. Some of my friends work on it. They said they got just a, a couple more days or a couple more weeks left to to go. But as I was getting on the plane, legit, like, they called for boarding. Uh, I got a press release email from Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights, which is cinematic horror icons come to life in an all-new Universal Monsters maze and or house, whatever you want to say. Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights. And this was a press release for both. Um been a couple days. I like to marinate on this. I think that we, we, we didn't do an instant reaction, number one, because I couldn't. And number two, I think it's good to like take a breath and say, okay, let's think about this. The positives and the negatives. What are the negatives? Are there negatives? What's going on? Check what people are saying. Because inherently, first off, I was like, boom, I'm in on this, man. I, I love the idea of classic Universal Monsters. Uh, obviously, it's not a new idea to some extent. Um, We've seen versions of Universal Monsters throughout uh, the history of Halloween Horror Nights, as you'd expect. Uh, but this house is essentially based on on a house that happened last year, right at Hollywood. Yes, and you just, just uh, you just watched. watched you just watched a walkthrough, and I know like a mm-hmm. bunch of people have been do both, and they've seen it and they know what it is. But uh, obviously, they don't like completely replicate a house and just throw it. But theme wise, it is something that has already occurred, happened last year. Uh, is it simply just called universal monsters? I think so. Uh, yeah. I think, I think so. Just yeah. universal monsters, a pretty, um, I don't want to say a vague name, but, uh, not very horror nightsy. You know, when we had last year, we had sort of the long title, the, you know, nightingales, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is, uh, just universal monsters. But I like that. It's clean, gets to the point. Um, and it says on the heels, let's see if I can find where it talks about it. Universal Orlando Resort guests will be hunted by every single, which is interesting to say that, by every single grizzly monster from the, from the anthology, including Dracula, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein, an all-new experience. 
Universal Monsters. Each sinister environment will bleed from one to the next as guests press through the darkened realms of horrifying creatures. Guests will face bloody terrors in Dracula's castle and flee from what is behind the cryptic howls, howls of the Grim Forest. They'll run from horrified man-made monster with Dr. Frankenstein's lab and fall prey to an ancient Egyptian curse as they are pursued by the evil mummy. Guests will try to escape the mysterious, this one's my favorite, creature lurking in the Black Lagoon or become victim of other horrors waiting in the shadows. Uh, and then they put out a little teaser video. And that's pretty interesting. I think that... You know, they made a big deal to say every universal monster of the classics uh, is right. get, is going to be involved in this. So, you know, that that should be interesting. I'm most curious to see how they're going to do the creature from the Black Lagoon. Because yes. I don't think I didn't see I'm watching. In fact, I just hit play again I'm for the Hollywood version last year. And I don't recall seeing the Gill Man or anything like that. So I wonder if it's going to be someone said. Oh, sounds like the Swamp Yeti that they did last year. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I, I wonder if they'll actually try to do some kind of water effect. Have they, have they ever done anything like that before? Like with a tank somewhere or something? I don't know. Uh, if they do that, it's usually screens. So it'd be like. Oh yeah, that would, that would make more sense. Yeah. So it wouldn't be an actual, I mean, they've done some things where someone pops up. I don't know if it's been in real water. Remind us guys if you know. Yeah. But I think that it's been a lot of times like a screen of. Uh, you know, a, a shark, not a shark attacking, but something like that. I think they did that for Freddy versus Jason. I don't know. I have a vague recollection of yeah. that. Uh, there would be, I mean, they. I remember there was something on Facebook where someone said this would make, they could do a Jaws house because it was like people were walking through a room where there were yeah. screens that looked like a water tank and then a shark attack. So they could do, maybe you're walking and there's a screen and then you turn the corner and he's out and he's right there. Maybe something like that. But I love that character. I love that movie. So I'm definitely excited to see that part. Um, watching the Hollywood one that the, the mummy room is really interesting. That looks cool. Um, I like how they put a little, even though it is based on, you know, these old characters from what yeah. 40s, 30s, 40s, they still put a bit of a contemporary spin on the, on the makeups. They don't look exactly like they did in those movies. These are, these are slightly more, they've, they've upped the scare factor a little bit that, Frankenstein even looks Frankenstein looks like Frankenstein, but he still looks a little scarier, a little bloodier. Yeah, um, and that's how it is. The, the art thing that the artwork is yeah, a yeah. bit more. Um, it's a bit more. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Uh, it's a bit more. <laughs> uh, it's a bit more new metal. It is. It's got like this sort of you know you'd wear it. Uh, I love that new. I love the new adjective that you've coined for the show. It's true, though. Like, look at this artwork. Like, this artwork screams yeah. like, like you know, Festival of the Juggalos. Uh, it's it just <laughs> like it's got your like a bloody Frankenstein, a mm-hmm. a uh, a a really like over the top Dracula with giant fingers yeah. and you know giant claw hands and you know looks and then a a bloodied up version of of Wolfman that just kind of. Uh, you know, kind of looks like he's down to party. He kind of he kind of looks like a a, a wolf man. Uh, I don't know. He look he, he, he looks like wolf man. Like who's your buddy also at a wedding and he's gotten a little too far into his night and has ripped the sleeves off. That's for some reason that's, that reminds me of like it's wolf man like like wolf man post you know late night wedding. <laughs> Well, there. If you if you watch the video, their Phantom of the Opera is like it looks like Two Face from The Dark Knight, like half his face is just like ripped off. 
Yeah. Um, and there's that's, no that's mention of that, but they did again say. It says all the monsters. All the monsters. Like, so where's guessing, the invisible man? Like, those are, they, are we just hitting on the. Well, Hollywood did the invisible man. Oh, they did? Okay. And it's very interesting how they did it. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that again. Uh, the one thing that was weird, and I know I don't think, or I, I'm sure Orlando won't do this. The one, because I think this was just an issue of of space. When you walked into the house in Hollywood, you first went into like a facade, and you were in a couple rooms where Frankenstein was, and then you literally exited again. And you were out in the park and had to walk yeah. into another building oh, for I the rest that. of the house. I remember that. Very I remember, strange. When, uh, it was very off putting, actually. Yeah, I remember when Scott. Uh, Scotty Too Hotty Garland. He was pa- talking about that. I remember, he said it was a bit odd, but he loved that. I said it was his favorite house. Uh, we got to have him yeah. on to talk about it because it was his favorite house last year at Hollywood. Um, so okay, so every monster be represented uh, according to Chris Ripley. Uh, this will be in the second parade building, so the same place that Seeds of Extinction was in, which is interesting. Oh, that's right. I did read that, which was, and that was a pretty long house too, wasn't it? It was very long, kind of claustrophobic. Um, yeah, for sure. But was great. That was that was the one house where I something, and I wish I don't remember what it was, but something gave me the biggest scare I've had at Horror Nights, where I felt it go through my entire body. Uh-huh, I, and thought, I don't know if I can continue, and I don't know what it was. But yeah, I, was like, I remember oh that God. too. We have to go back and we gotta go check the tape. Uh, there was something mm-hmm. though that was like a big jump scare that that got you. Maybe you yeah. turned, like you turned and something was standing there. That's what it was. I turned a corner and something was there that I did not, it's had no, usually, you know, I feel like, and I'm not bragging, I'm not trying to sound like a tough guy or whatever. Usually I can see the scares coming, right. you know, because my eyes are trained. I'm looking for everything. This one just literally materialized out of nowhere, <laughs> like Satan himself just appeared before me. And I was like, oh, I was not prepared. Uh, there's a really cool scene of with, when they do the Bride of Frankenstein and when they did it in Hollywood. So I'm hoping we get to see that here too. Um, it's you know you mentioned the name is just Universal Monsters, but I like how this year in Hollywood they're then spinning that off into a sequel of sorts with the Franken with Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. Yes, I saw that. I originally got excited because it came in the same press release and I was boarding a yeah. plane and I just saw the artwork pop up on my phone. I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, that is what's with this one coming to Hollywood or coming to Orlando. Yeah, Hollywood is getting Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Says it, it delves deeper into the Universal monster lore. It says loosely based on Universal's 1943 horror movie of the same name. The re- reimagined tale for the 21st century takes guests on a terrifying journey that bears witness to a deadly confrontation between these two horror icons and the epic battle that rages between them. And it goes on and on and on. Uh, that sounds awesome. I love that. It gives you more of a story. Yeah, exactly. It's not just random. It's it's here's what you're getting yourself into. Because look, Mm -hmm. they're going to have some really cool scenes, I'm sure, in uh, Universal Monsters. But at the end of the day, especially if it's in the Seeds of Extinction area, this is going to be the monsters jumping out at you over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, not in a bad way. It's just what it's going to be. Right. But with the Frankenstein versus Wolfman, there's actually going to be conflict. And there'll be, you know, I like that. So, but I'm excited. I I couldn't be more excited. So far, for me, the announcements have gotten better and better. So, 10 out of 10. I mean, for real, legit. Now, now there are a lot of rumors, and some of them I'm like, man, we'll see uh, how how it goes. Uh, But this one also, the one ILA, which I wish we were getting, uh, you know, to sort of uh, bring the rock into it, not the rock, the rock and roll, Uh, Slash (laughs) is doing the score. Of Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. 
Oh, that's right. I saw that. Which would be pretty darn cool to see uh, already here. Now, they, we've had Alice Cooper. We've had things kind of like that before. And does it really change mm-hmm. your guest experience? Maybe not. Um, but it is a cool little perk. Uh, and if Slash it's would like to come on and talk yeah. about it. Uh, <laughs> sure. I mean, I'll be potentially seeing Guns N' Roses in October already at Exit 111 Festival. So, you know, if he wants to be like, hey, it's halfway through Horror Night season, I'd love to chat about that. Um, you know, maybe he would. Did uh, Speaking of rock and roll, did Rob Zombie ever do anything for Horror Nights? Sounds familiar. Because I'm asking, I'm asking for two reasons. The first reason is he, for two years in a row, he did a haunted house here in the suburbs of Chicago, which was very strange. It wasn't even in the city. Um, it was at the Odeon and Villa, Villa Park, and I never got to go. But also, I don't know how, how much we want to even address rumors. But in Hollywood, someone, by the way, he did. He did a couple Hollywood. Okay, that would make sense. Someone sent me something that they heard. There's, the, the rumor is there's going to be a House of a Thousand Corpses house. Yeah, I've heard that. Rob Zombie's first horror movie. And that would be very interesting and also terrifying. So I'm curious to see if he's worked with them. That's why I asked if he's worked with them before. Yeah, definitely seems like it. And uh, they had a thousand corpses maze in Hollywood, I believe. Or no, that yeah, in 2011. Did they? Because in that movie, it starts out. Well, first of all, it starts in a gas station, and then there's actually a ride. Like they go. Have you? You haven't seen it, have you? That was a very judgmental statement. Have you seen House of a Thousand Corpses? Uh, no. Okay, I didn't think it was one on your playlist. So it's it's a it's all the movies all over the place, but I oh, do love it. But yeah, there's like a fake. They go they 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 find out this gas station has a the guy has a dark ride built into his gas station, but it's just some big guy pushing a wagon that the people are sitting in, and you see all these different. It's a tour of serial killers, but so I'm like ah, that would be really amazing to work in. It would be cool if they did house where you actually had to sit in a ride of some sort and be pushed. For a part of the ride, but but the end of the movie takes place in these underground tunnels. So there is so much that they could do with a house like that. So I'm kind of this is one of the few times I've looked at one of these rumors. I'm like, it makes no sense because the movie's super old and there's nothing really seemingly going on that would make them revive it. But that would be really cool. Well, I think there also now, was a version of his Halloween. I think that was a house, if I remember right. Oh really? Oh that's true. his was a, that's true. I think you're right. Even I kind of remember that. Because I remember even so. when they brought back Halloween, when they start, when they did the originals, they were like, no, no, no. I know we did it before, but that was the Rob Zombie Halloween. <laughs> this, this is different. Yeah, that's not the same. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, I did we discuss that? It, what do we think the odds are on Killer Clowns being a house this year? I don't, you see, I don't know. I, I told you guys before. I think that to me, I'm not really in this like guessing game this year because I purely don't know. I, I don't know at sure. all. So if we are just guessing... And just going on the track record of Trick or Treat was a scare zone, then Trick or Treat was a house. Now Trick or Treat, then uh, you know this could then be upgraded. Killer Clowns, uh, you know I've seen Killer Clowns a lot. People, people are mentioning that a lot. Uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe that could be a better house than it was. Honestly, a scare zone. Uh, I do too, because, especially rewatching the movie. Yeah, because I think as a scare zone, it, it left me a little, a little flat. Like I kind of would have liked a little bit more. Yeah. We also had bad luck that we got. We had bad timing. We were there at a at a cast change, basically. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. We were like, we were chasing the clowns. Like, wait, we want to see. Right. You. I sort of have a problem with that too. Not that there should be times when it's. I understand you have to change cast. Things have to change. Mm-hmm. But I felt this way. Uh, I was at, at it was my wife's birthday. We went to uh, be our guest for dinner for her birthday at at 
Magic Kingdom. It's supposed to be this now signature dining experience. And we ended up kind of getting sat in the overflow room uh, where you, where I was told by people after, I was like, it wasn't that great of an experience. They were like, oh, that's because you got put there. I'm like, well, that shouldn't be a no, problem. That should not be an issue. Right. It shouldn't matter where I sit. And I kind of feel that same way for a ride. I feel that same way for a show. Uh, I feel that same way for uh, a scare zone in some instance, which is yeah. it shouldn't matter when in the night you get there because that's not your fault. You know, it's not the fault of the customer. Uh, I also think maybe it was just so goofy and fun, and, and maybe they built it up a little too much. That yeah, probably that it just couldn't deliver. Where trick or treat was kind of there, and it over delivered. I think that this is where, and, and I don't know. But then the house of trick or treat, we kind of both walked out of thinking it was fine. Yeah, uh, kind of shrugged. So I don't know. I, I'm if they announce Killer Clowns, it will be my least anticipated excited about of the current <laughs> list. Uh, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I hate it. Like It probably, honestly, will be very fun, and I look forward to it. I love clowns. I love uh, that sort of uh, concept, and aliens and all that. All, all, I, I like that idea. I like having these sort of fun over the top. There's a lot of talk about Ghostbusters right now, just straight-up Ghostbusters having their own house. And there's a lot of internal debate of whether Ghostbusters really? is even a horror movie. Uh, and... You know, as Ghostbusters is my number one favorite movie of all time, so I don't go there and go. Uh, I will never poo-poo the idea of having a Ghostbusters house because I think there's enough scary moments in that movie uh, to have some big scares and then have a lot of fun and a lot of Pepper's ghost and I don't know. I think there's. I mean, I guess I mean the librarian ghost and maybe a couple of the. Did we ever get an official name on what the those dog things are as they called them? Demon dogs. The Dana and. They just call them demon dog. Okay. Like you could have a couple of those, but otherwise, I don't really see. Or terror dogs. And I Not love Ghostbusters. Terror I, dogs. Terror dogs. I love Ghostbusters, but I don't really see that. Well, and then you got the scene okay, where it, she gets. It, it would be cool to see chair when the when the stuff comes out of the chair. And oh, the hands. And okay, okay. I mean, that's a scary moment. Uh, Forgot about that. You're right. Okay, and I do would if there if you give me a scene where there's a giant stay puffed head like walking right. by or that looks just, okay, then you got me. I'm in there. But, right. I mean, it will yeah, be I guess fun. It could not be over the top terrifying. But imagine if you were experiencing what happens in that movie. It's not like it's exactly like from their point of view. Is it the most like? Oh yeah, this is fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Slimer, okay, fine. But, you know, even the, the librarian, like I said, you have that, you have, uh, you know, sort of this, a sequence with... You could have, you could have Dana levitating. Levitating, of course. That would be kind of a great cool scene. scene. And you that could would cr- definitely visually be a great house. Yeah, and look, do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I'd love for it to happen. Mm-hmm. It feels a little <laughs> odd for it to happen um, the same year as... Uh, as they're doing uh, Stranger Things too, unless it's like, hey, we got the license already. Um, you know, maybe they could do something like that. Or that does feel like that does feel like playing a good card a little early. If you know, even if they had that license, if you've already got Stranger Things, you know, you've already got one ace. In your, why would you play another one that you could hold on to? Yeah, and then next summer we'll have Ghostbusters three, which. Well, that's true. My only concern with that is it's sort of like the same deal that they did with Halloween. Like the new Halloween came out, and then they gave us Halloween four. Uh, it's a little <laughs> bit like well, why? What, what you know? What, what's happening? Yeah. But it probably could have been a licensing thing too. I don't. Oh, know. Oh, a hundred percent. It's definitely not like a decision. Well, I don't know, a hundred percent. But I feel like there are. It's all. It's all 
them working that out. Speaking of which, there was a question, and Patrick Braylord actually responded to us, which was whether yes. Universal Monsters was considered an original house or an IP house. And my gut was to go, well, of course it's an IP house, but then you start your brain started messing with you. And it started messing with me and going, huh, well, that's an interesting point of view uh, because it is their own property. It is uh, – you know, so I went back and forth, and then Patrick Braylor responded. I'm gonna, I'll pull up his tweet exactly, but he confirmed uh, that it will be a. Uh, they consider that an IP house, which I think is an IP house. Is right. So yeah, he responded. He said it's an IP. Or he just put IP. While the experience is an all new house conceived by the team here at Universal Orlando, the Universal Monsters are an internal IP. So anything create we create has a unique approval path through Universal Pictures who are amazing partners, right. by the way. So he confirmed it's an IP while still being very confusing. And what I think it means is you're going to be get original, um, almost like, I don't want to say the quality, because the quality of the IPs are just as good, but maybe the creativity of an original house, but in a if we're marking off the list in, a, in an IP house. Well, and it goes back to what we said about the character designs. They look, I, don't stone me for this, but they look better. I mean, if you had a guy walking around that looked like Bella Lugosi, they look scarier. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, it looks like an old man with his with a bunch of brill cream in his hair. This Dracula looks looks scary. This is an original, a different looking Dracula, same name, but I mean, it just go, it just confirmed, which we already knew that Universal, the theme park, Universal, the film company, are not the same company. They uh, up at the top, maybe there's a there's a there's, there's an connected umbrella. tissue. But, yeah, but they are still they like they have to go to the other company and say, "Can we do this sort of thing?" So that's but yeah, I, I was going to bring that up and it completely couldn't remember what I was going to say. So I'm glad you brought that up. But it was cool that he responded too. So yeah, I get yeah, happy really whenever bad. these guys actually interact and respond with fans or with you know. I, I think that's fun. I like that they stay connected. Whereas maybe another theme park company doesn't seem to do that as much. Yeah. And back a couple of years ago, I feel like it was even more, and then maybe some of it got uh, got changed by different, you know, different yeah, PR people come through. Because Mike used to run uh, that he had a phone that was just for the Twitter account of Horror Nights, and he would go oh, really? on, yeah, and he would go on and he would check and he would update it, and he was running it himself, and then he mm-hmm. wasn't, but he also was the only face of Halloween Horror Nights. Now, largely, he's not the face of Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, if right. We go to those press events. He's there, hanging in the back with us. Uh, yeah, you know, for sure. He's you know, it, it's Patrick Braylord and and Charles Gray and friends and uh, a whole slew of people. And yeah, I've noticed. I've noticed since we've been doing the media night a couple times. Now I'll be looking at Twitter and I'll see all these people tweeting at Mike, like, "Hey, what about this house? Why don't we do?" That? And I'm like, guys, and Hilly, and he's very good about deflecting. Like, look, I'm just. He's like, I'm an. In, I have input, but this is not. I'm not in charge anymore. You know. And I'm like, yeah, guys, talk to the people that are doing it now. Give them some credit here. So, yeah, he, but he's very good about that. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what uh, – I want to get both of them back on the show this year. I'd like to get Mike back on just to kind of – I would like to hear that. What is you – know, we've had him on, I think, twice. I'd love to hear you know, what his role is currently. Like, what does that actually look like day to day? I know a lot of things are more tight-lipped this year. Uh, we'll be like everything. We'll be reaching out to uh, – I mean, specifically with Horror Nights. Uh, we'll be reaching out yeah. to our friends at Universal. He's PR making pizza soon, fries. You didn't know? Yeah. He's back, in the, he's back in the kitchen whipping up uh, pizza fries for everybody. Yeah, they're authentic. Twisted, uh, they're authentic twisted it's taters. an authentic <laughs> Italian uh, dish. That's right. Aiello pizza fries. 
Um, did you get, by the way, I saw you posted and I didn't see any response. Now, a couple years ago, you did the Aiello Club charity t-shirt. Yeah, I got no I response. Saw the other... You're kidding. No response. Uh, so, yeah, a couple years ago, uh, we did a, uh, it was a joke design uh, that looked like the Bullet Club um you know, New Japan Bullet Club logo, kind of. Uh, and it said the Aiello Club, and it had a picture of kind of Mike uh, in black and white as like a puppet master. Uh, it was really fun. It was a goof. Uh, we were just tweeting back and forth, wrestling things. And then people started really requesting to buy it. And I mm-hmm. messaged Mike. I was like, is there any way we could work this out? And uh, he's like, no, no, no. And eventually he said, okay, you know what? Let's do it for charity. Uh, and we raised a bunch of money for the American Cancer Society. And... It was awesome. You still see them in the parks all the time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we yeah. sold tons of them, and we you know made a big donation. You know, I think it was five hundred bucks, something like that, in t-shirt sales, uh, which was a, a lot of shirts. After I mean, that's you know completely like that's a hundred percent of what came into us. We gave out, uh, and then I said this year, you know, maybe we should uh, mix it up since we should do one again because people always demand to get that shirt again, and we just aren't going to reprint it unless Mike says reprint it. Uh, so I was like, well, maybe we'll come up with the Braylon Brigade, or maybe we'll come up with, uh, I said, Charles Gray stuff, it's delicious. <laughs> uh, or, <laughs> or maybe how it's Charles Gray stuff, it's horrific, uh, and we'll do it for charity. But nothing, not a response. So if you guys want those shirts, I'm not just going to make them without like, approval. Though, I mean, theoretically, they're like parody-ish, we probably could. I uh, mm-hmm. would rather do it with blessing. So if those guys are listening, I know some of them do. And you have to do those two designs. We can come up with something else. Charles Gray stuff, it's delicious. It's a little weird, but I would wear it. Uh, and, and You could just, you could just do uh, – Remember, I don't know if this is still popular. But remember not long ago there was a shirt. It was just like – it would be a list of names. Actually, there was one for one of our sure, podcasts. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could do like Aiello, Brailler, Gray, you know, all the way down. But I don't know. That would be kind of boring too. Yeah, I like I never the, understood that. I, like, I like Charles Gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> and also knowing him a little bit, I, I, he's probably just uncomfortable with that idea. And then, but <laughs> Which makes you want to do it more. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I would love to see, uh, I would love to see some, some, some Brailler Brigade, some, I don't know, come up with yeah, some better Yeah, that's a good names. one. Uh, and I like to, I, I and then and maybe we could have them battle it out, pick two different charities, and we could, uh, you know, because oh, they split the houses. That's interesting. They split the that's houses, right. so why not? Uh, I did run into in the airport yesterday a former guest on the show, Ka- uh, Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory, was in the airport, and uh, he came up to me. We were walking out of the restroom. And he was like, "Hey, can I come back on? You know, can we? We should do another scare zone." And I was like, "All right." Sure. And we, <laughs> okay. Sure. He's, he's like, we, and he was flying out. We talked for a little while, and uh, uh, he's a huge Halloween Horror Nights fan. And I'm going to give them. They don't need the plug at all, but they have an album out that you guys would really like. And it's Newfound Glory's uh, third version of this. Uh, it is from the screen to your stereo three, which is they take you know kind of hits from movies, uh, songs like from movies, and make them into pop punk covers. And oh, wow. uh, they've been releasing music videos on them all all year so far, and there's hilarious ones. Uh, like they did "Let It Go" uh, this week, and, and they did, they're all shot around here, which is fun. So they were shot at this uh, uh, skating rink that's right by my house. Um, <laughs> they uh, did "Eye of the Tiger." They've done uh, "Power of Love," which was shot uh, right here at our Cool Springs Mall and in downtown Franklin. Um, and they've wow. done a few other. 
Uh, this is me from The Greatest Showman. Uh, so there, that album, I believe, just came out or is coming out. They had a big release party last night. That's where he was flying out to. So I want to give a little plug to them, but we want to bring him back on uh, to talk about that and talking about not just the new record, because there are some universal tie-ins, Back to the Future, and those kind of things. Just it's fun to bring on some hardcore fans. I think we're also going to have on uh, my buddy, not only my buddy Chris Ripley, but my buddy Chris Dudley, uh, who is in the band Under Oath. And uh, he is also a hardcore, well, he's hardcore, uh, but he's a big Halloween Horror Nights fan and a listener to this show. And I think we're going to have him on in the coming weeks. You know, there's always some slow periods. There's times when it goes from big announcements to then quiet times. So during the quiet times, we're going to have on Chris from uh, Under Oath. We're going to have on, uh, hopefully, Chad from Newfound Glory. Um, and then we'll bring some Horror Nights guests on as well. If we can book them, uh, we'll get them. I know that also, uh, if you're in the Orlando Eric area coming up next month, or no, actually, it's later this month now, uh, the Animatronicans returns. Um under new management starting May 17th. If you don't know the Animatronicans, um, it is a Fringe Festival show. and It went on beyond that about Disney animatronics that have been retired and now they live together in a house. Uh, it's definitely for adults. Uh, it's a live stage show. But it stars, um, stars a lot of people who you're familiar with. Uh, like People like, I don't know, maybe The Usher, maybe Jack, maybe Chance. Uh, go look on that. A lot of people that you know of. Uh, and and they, those guys have all been friends to us. Jeff Jones and that creative team has always been, um, you know, wanting to to help out and promote. And I know that uh, Michael Wanzi, I believe, is the director. If you're familiar with him from uh, the Orlando area, but yeah, you definitely have James Keaton. You definitely have uh, Aaron Klein in there, and nice. uh, and they play uh, some pretty fun characters. You'll have James as the polar bear from Maelstrom, and you'll have uh, Aaron as. <laughs> He, she plays the redhead, recently relocated redhead uh, in from the Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm going to try to go to this. Uh, it runs May 14th through the 27th. Uh, I believe it's at the Shakespeare Theater there, uh, which, I mean, you never know where these shows are going to go. Yeah, it's at, Well, this says it'll be held at the Fringe Theater's gold venue inside Orlando Museum of Art, which I think is the same area. Uh, Oh, cool. Again, you never know where these things are going to go. We saw a show, uh, Disenchanted, which had a different name then, uh, which has played now on Broadway and has toured around uh, the country. And it started in this one little tiny, um, tiny little theater in the Orlando Museum of Art. So uh, you never know where these shows are going to go. But also, you get to go see some of uh, some of your favorites live on stage and performing yeah. about theme parks, which you know you gotta love. I mean, that's that's something you could only pull off in a number of, like, probably Orlando. I don't even know if you could pull it off in Anaheim necessarily, yeah. but it's that's such a great idea. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait to see it this version hilarious. of the show. I've I've maybe seen a copy of, no, I haven't seen a copy of that. I've seen a copy of when she did, um, I, I saw when, when Aaron did uh, the Cindy Lou Who show from early, from this past Christmas. Uh, but this was right, me She running. talked about that on here. Yeah, we had her come on, and maybe we'll get them back on for this, too, to talk about that. It's odd because we have, and this is just full transparency, when we have them on to talk about something non-Horror Nights, uh, mm-hmm. it may not go through the same channel, so we have to be careful of what what we say and what we don't say. So if you have those guests on, you understand they're here to promote you know, their show, not to promote Horror show. Nights. I can't really dive too much into there. Um but you know, I'd love to have them back on. Love to have on Aaron and James, and you know. And I probably shouldn't say specifically, but I swear, and I texted, I texted you this that I was watching the show, The Last OG on TBS, the, the Tracy Morgan sitcom, 
and in the the season opener because I'm way behind. And there was someone that I swear to God was was prominently featured in the last Bill and Ted live show. I don't know so, about that. I, I'm t- dude. I'm telling you. I know it's weird. It would be. Very, I don't know how it would even possibly. But the person's an actor. Rest. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I'm, if it's not, it's like a missing twin or something. But anyway. So. I mean, I, I'm. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I know who you you're talking would about. You would think it would be on their IMDb page, and it's not. So I don't know. Okay, but well, then I, I think, think if you if you I think you're wrong, <laughs> I know. Just a coincidence. I know I probably am, but I was like, oh my gosh. So anyway, that person is, is doing them. a big uh, GoFundMe as they I think make their way to the West. So maybe right, we should yes, have her on to promote um, on the Facebook page of that yeah. person. Yeah, people were mad that we didn't talk about Bill and Ted Three either, and I don't really feel like there's a whole lot to say because it doesn't really tie. Yeah, we in. don't even. <laughs> we think it's happening. That's about it. Yeah, and like, I told there's you, no more show. So I mean, I care. I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. go see the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, but until again, I said until those cameras are rolling, I ain't talking about it. Ghostbusters, I would even say the same thing. But now, we're, now there's been casting, and now there's been promotional mm-hmm. videos, real looking promotional trailers, not their weird video announcing it. Um, uh, yeah, I, where even they were like, maybe we yeah. might be possibly filming. Yeah. I don't know. That just didn't did. give me the most like, I don't know. They didn't give me the greatest feeling in the world. But I was listening to, I think it was Tiger Belly, the Bobby Lee podcast, and they had an actor on who said, or actress who said, I've got an audition tomorrow for Bill and Ted, or maybe it was Fighter and the Kid. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, they're doing it. It's Bill and Ted 3. I've got an audition tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, well, they're auditioning for it. That's that's promising. Hey, I've auditioned for many. I've I've done auditions, held I auditions know, for things that never happened. So I mean, it's that's not. I, a, I know. It's not uncommon. I, look, I want it to happen, but you know, my I've been burned for the last twenty years of them saying I'll it. Tell you what I don't want. What I don't want in Bill and Ted Three is for Bill to come out with a ZZ Top beard, <laughs> like he did at the end. No, you want of Bill them and to Ted focus journey. Can we retcon that that never happened? That he didn't grow the beard in the future? I love that. I thought it was funny. Well, I mean, he wasn't. The, he, he grew that while he was uh, learning, taking music lessons. Yeah, taking oh, music lessons. So, I mean, I'm sure he shaved. That's true. Where did they go? Do we know? We don't know where they. Do we know where they went to learn to play those instruments when they went back and they just got in the booth and then came back? We don't know where they were, but they were gone for nine months apparently. At least, no more than that. Yeah. Probably they had to. Have, I mean, those babies weren't like That's newborns. True. So they were no, gone they for maybe a couple right. years. Who knows? Yeah, that's, listen, we're we're delving into uncharted territory here. We might need to do some research. You want to get you want to dive deep on Bill and Ted, folks? We can do it, but you may not like the results. Yeah, maybe not. Today. Anyway, all right. Okay. So I'm betting. Let's see. Now here's the thing. There's no. Is there been a precedent? I'm going. I'm making a big step back. In a scare zone becoming a house. Because I'm betting that that the killer clown's house will happen, but only based on opinion. I don't know that there's any precedent of that happening prior to trick or treat. Like, if it, I don't know. Say that again. But I think the, the response was so popular and the sets that they could build with the circus tent and the cotton and all that. I'm going to bet that one does happen. I bet we get that announcement. Let's see. We've had three and a half. Oh, wait. We are. We already discussed that the Monsters House is considered an IP. So will the next announce... Do they tend to announce them as no. IP, original IP? No, there's no order. No, like that. It, even historically, there's been times where they've done all the IPs... Oh, that's true. ...individually, and then, and then, they then dump boom, them. here's yeah. all the originals at one time. So there's no... 
real that's true rhyme or reason it's just gonna because yeah, last year they dumped seeds and something else on the same day i believe yeah i think maybe they was, did drop all the slaughter cinema or something but i don't maybe. know all right well okay should we well, wrap that's it my up? bet let's for now let's go ahead and wrap it up um i asked I an interesting question and, and i'd love to hear people's responses on twitter uh which was at sz podcast which was uh you know sometimes and this happened to me twice, and I've seen it happen now to some of my friends recently. Uh, people who've gone to Horror Nights their whole life, you know, every year, grew up there. Maybe they lived in Orlando. Now they don't. Uh, something happens, life change, schedule conflict, they can't go. As a someone who, who listens to this show, I know some of you don't get to go every year. Do you follow along, or would you rather pretend it's not happening? I'm curious. And like, what do you, if you do follow along, like, what's your tips to like stay positive and excited about it? Because I think me, I know that the years I didn't go, I read a little bit and I would watch a bootleg of the Bill and Ted show. And that was it. And I tried not to, like, I would just pretend. Also, they were two very difficult times, uh, not difficult, but busy times. We were having children during those times uh, that I didn't get to go. So, you know, it's a little bit different there. But those are the only two times I've missed. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, that's your homework for this week. I know, I know it, it, look, it's, it's 9.45 in the morning right now where we are. So uh, it's only appropriate that we do a little school as we start to wrap up for the summer, right? I agree. I mean, if it's, if it's me, if it's like uh, Endgame, I'm just pretending it's not happening. But, oh, yeah, you, you uh, still haven't know. seen it, right? I, st- I know, and I have no idea what I'm going to at this point. But hopefully this weekend I'll try to find a way. Life, that's, that's life finds show. a way. I almost uh, got you at the Universal Store at the mall. They had that little squishy Dr. John Hammond. And then I was the like... Universal I, Store at the mall? Oh, at the airport? I mean, at the airport. I'm sorry. I almost oh, got you that. Awesome. But yeah, I was I like, know. I didn't know if you'd actually want it. Or if it would just sit there doing yeah. nothing. Well, that's most of the stuff I have since there does nothing. Well, I mean, <laughs> would you, do you even look at it? Well, same here. But do you look at it and go like, I enjoy this? Or do you look at it and go like, it's sure. just another thing that's on my desk? Because I have some of those. I have some random stuff. That I'm like, I'm too lazy to get rid of it. It brings me no joy. Uh, it's not worth anything. But then I have some things that sit on my desk forever. And I'm like, that's very special. Or a guitar hanging or something I, like that. I'm going to see Ace really tomorrow, so that ties in to Horror Nights some way, just because Kiss and Horror Nights feel like a match made in heaven that needs to happen. They, just, they just feel like, yeah, the same theme. You know, it's, I feel that way kind of about the McDonald's Avengers toys. I'm like, eh, I got three of them, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to collect these. Uh, we've, got, we've got like 10 of them or seven of them or eight of them, but I'm not, I'm not collecting them. My son is. So if we no. go, if he's sure. asking to go to McDonald's or we're doing, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed the hunt with him, but I'm not going to go and buy them all at one time on eBay, though it's very tempting. Yeah, I enjoyed the hunt, and then I got him like, eh, okay, the hunt was better than the actual uh, achievement. I will say, I I, rem- I was watching a video from Horror Nights 25, and they were selling these, not Vinylmation, but something similar of right. Jack the Clown. Yes. They I think released they had Chance one of- what, the next year, too. No, they didn't do Chance. They released one oh, they every didn't? year since then. It was They released Michael Myers, I think, that year. Oh, that's right. And then this year, was it, if they did it, was it Sam, maybe? I don't remember. Or Bone Daddy? Was it Bone? Maybe they did Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy was two years ago. No, I'm saying I'm trying to think about it. was the icon. What do you think the cheapest thing on eBay is? I'm going to (laughs) look for Halloween Horror Nights. Let's check the lowest and the highest. A brochure. You are correct. (laughs) You are correct. For $1, actually, $1 you can get the staff pass or the grand opening media pass to Halloween Horror Nights 2005, the storyteller year. Wow. For a dollar, for one dollar, one dollar, um, with free shipping. 
Do they have the mug, the Jack Coffee mug that I want? Uh, no, the one that Scott that comes Scott, and goes. Scott found in the uh, Goodwill for fifty cents. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah. By the way, if you prank. are Horror Nights fans, you're looking for stuff. Check your Goodwills and check your thrift stores because people just get rid of stuff all the time and they don't realize there's any value. Okay, so we just said the cheapest thing on there was that was the what the map from 2005, uh, which was a dollar. There are here's the here's the blinking two sided cup that I had two years ago for a dollar also, and three dollars shipping. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these have free shipping though. Yeah, there's a, yeah here's the 2017 blinking uh-huh. cup. Yeah, a dollar three dollars shipping. Well, how, how the mighty so have, how the mighty have fallen. They a, yeah, they did a vinyl zombie for HHN twenty four. That is five dollars. Oh, here's some here's yeah. the oh, here's yeah, the Michael parade twenty six. Here's the parade commemorative coin from two thousand one. I remember that. I was there. It was my first year. I really wish they would bring back a parade. Those parades were so much fun. They did a horror nights parade for years. Wow. They did full on parades and they were unless i'm dreaming guys but i believe there were parades um yeah there were parades nightmare on parade or okay it just happened in 2001 i believe that may have never happened again but there were giant floats <laughs> and it was Pretty awesome it was awesome now i think they probably are like eh, maybe it's too family oriented maybe that's not like like what because it wasn't like i mean it was scary but it was kind of you know maybe here i'm sending you pictures of it right now Nightmares. I'd watch of, that over over a show or over you know over some dancers. I would totally love to see a parade over a few dancers there. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I know. I stopped myself. Uh, did you see this mug from 1997? Universal Studios of Florida Park Halloween Horror Nights HHN oh, Florida. I like a Florida. I know V11. What is that? Seven. Yeah, seven. It says seven right after that. Skull. It's, it's a, a skull ni- mug from 97. Ni- 1997. I don't see, you it. see it. See it? It's twenty-five dollars plus four seventy-eight shipping. Oh, I, oh, that is awesome! Oh, that's so New great. And never so used. perfectly nineties. God, these shirts know, are so it? much money. These shirts are like eighty bucks for these vintage, you know, Eye Wolf or Eye Demon, whatever you call those. The, the person selling the ninety-seven mug is Groovy Dude. By the way, here's <laughs> a pro, here's a promotional uh, cardboard for five hundred dollars. Some of these prices. The most expensive thing. Now, oh, we mentioned last week the Scary Tales. So we'll wrap up here. The Scary Tales map. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on sale a couple weeks ago. It sold, uh, and it was $4,000. $4,000. Now, it was humongous, uh, but someone I know whose who's, uh, girlfriend was in the, sh- in the uh, house was like, oh, that would be great to have. No. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, I couldn't do it. Honestly, at two thousand, you maybe like two thousand. It's really expensive, but it's this big piece of art. But four thousand. So the most Man, expensive thing right now is the chance, uh, which sat there for how many years, uh, and it's six thousand dollars. No one's going to pay that. Uh, no, I don't think so. And there's a lot of other and little. If they things. do, I'd be worried about them. Do you see all these coins? There's a bunch of Halloween horror. Night. Do they do a coin every year? Yeah, a lot of those were from the parade. Well, the 2001 was from the parade. I think they're even called parade coins still. Um, I've seen ninety. Here's one from '96. This just says yeah. Halloween you can horror get them different coin. ways. A lot of times, cast members just have them, or I'm sorry, team members. Um, and also things. I, I believe last year, if you tried to play the games in the arcade area of the store, the that, tokens yes, you got were points. these. Yes, the tokens. 
Here's a Jack the Clown per- Jack the Clown parade coin from 2000. Yep. 749 plus a buck. So there were more parades. It wasn't just that. There All parades. right. There I were. may have found something stupid I'm going to start collecting. They're cheap. These are cool. Honestly, here's the deal. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to call cheap. for a freebie. A lot of people in our community have offered to give me some of these uh, over the years because oh there's so many. So you know what? If Bart wants to start collecting this, hit up Kinda Scare Zone uh, if you want to do a little a little, uh, a little wheeling and dealing. I think a lot of people. I'll trade, a, I'll trade a book if anybody wants to read about cats at Disneyland. A book but, for uh, one coin? No, not for one coin. Gotta Come on. like it's got to be worth ten coins, ten coins per book. I mean, it's negotiable, but yeah, it's got to be more than one or Most two. Most of them are sure. like a dollar. <laughs> you can't like don't okay, sell yourself right. short. Okay, maybe five coins. Be careful. All right, but nothing this... short of five, and we'll talk. Let me see the condition. <laughs> but this groovy dude, this groovy dude, may be coming home with me. Groovy dude, yeah, I think that's. I think it should. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll definitely trade a book for the Jack the Clown ceramic coffee mug. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> I'll even that's sign a fair it deal. and draw a picture in it. But, uh, uh, well, okay. We were going to quit like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> fell down the, we fell down the eBay rabbit hole. We fell down the eBay. We got to get but back to work. But at least it was related. You know what I like? Related. I like doing this in the mornings. That's the day off, right? So let's. Uh, I kind of do too. I know. Have a this cup of coffee. Great. Enjoy your scare zone. I'm going to throw this up on the scare zone Patreon, which I have to apologize for because I forgot was even active because I thought I had deactivated <laughs> it. And what I found out was I had just held it and when you hold it it only holds it for a month and then it reactivates it i thought it held it until i said don't hold it anymore so i thought yeah uh it doesn't it only held it for a certain amount we know very few patrons because people were like i'm getting charged what's happening so my apologies but if you do want to support us on patreon patreon.com slash scare zone i'm going to drop this episode right now on there and then tomorrow it'll go up uh for those listening tomorrow in the like gmt whatever it is it goes up uh, so if you're listening on uh, on Patreon, support it on Patreon.com. Or not if you're listening, if you want to hear stuff early, Patreon.com slash ScareZone. Uh, check out our website. Uh, there may be some new logos coming. There may be some new music. I don't know. They work, I'm working on some new stuff for season four. I think season four, uh, I feel good about this. I, I feel excited. I'm back in the groove, back in the ScareZone groove, uh, to misquote uh, Ace Freely covering some song. Uh, and also... Um, there was something else that I wanted to hit on before we wrapped up. What was it? Oh, the Airbnb. You can obviously, if you're looking to stay, I did have quite a few people reach out uh, from uh, the, my promotion last week. Airbnb.com it is a Orlando area luxury rental house out in uh, Reunion Resort, which is uh, kind of close to Kissimmee if you're out in that area. Uh, we had just done some crazy new refurbishments to the house. Uh, our lounge has now become, our, our loft area has become uh, enchanted a little bit. A little tiki room action happening there. Uh, there's also a new uh, Marvel superhero uh, room for the kids. Uh, but there are a couple weekends still left open in September. And all the weekends in October, except for Halloween uh, weekend, are open right now. And if you book through me, contact me on either Instagram or on Facebook, Logan Seculo or Airbnb one on Instagram to send me a message. Not only do I give you a better rate, I'm going to throw in a free scare zone t-shirt of your choice. If you book for uh, not just one of those weekends, if you book here and just tell me you're a listener to scare zone. So uh, that's my promotion right now. That's my plugs of this week. Airbnb.com. Dr. Scott, anything from you? 
Uh, not yet. I'm going to be uh, that uh, very new soon. podcast will be dropping very, very soon. Very, very soon. I may have heard about half of it already. Very good. It's, it's feeling fun. By the time the by the time the general public is hearing this, they'll probably be able to download it too. My Patreon subscribers can hear it right now. Um, but uh, I don't want to plug two Patreons in the same show. But double uh, Patreon. So on the next show, I will happily I will be loudly announcing. But for now, if you want, just follow me on Twitter at Bart A Scott, so you don't follow the football player. And uh, you'll see all about it first thing tomorrow. Awesome. All right. That's the plan. Well, until next time, keep your eyes closed, keep your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's. Finnegan's.